Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be alright. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. Mascara. Hello, mascara. Mm-hmm. What's on? My hair and my mm-hmm. But so what? Oh, that's um <clears throat> that's not Joe Scott. That's um Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, they, ain't that what you were singing? Uh uh-uh, uh, I was singing Joe Scott. Mm-hmm. I can pay my own light bill, baby. <laughs> do 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 Yeah, that's a different I can pay oh, Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um um, so I love that song. Corona's getting close. Mm-hmm. We had a trans activist in New York pass away from Corona. I know y'all tired of us talking about Corona. But it's we, relevant. We are, too. <laughs> We're tired of being locked down. We're tired of... um. You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, shit. Mm, we're live. <laughs> In effect. What <laughs> caught your attention? Uh-huh. Let's talk about it. I was looking at all the beautiful Trans Day visibility photos. Oh, uh, is that TL. what she was looking at? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off just by saying <laughs> rest in peace to yeah. the Latinx trans activist, Lorena. Mm-hmm. Boras, who passed away from Corona in New York. She was 60 years old. Um, and we want to say rest in peace. I know that starts the show off kind of downer, but it mm. is t- the day of trans visibility, so we're gonna go into that. Did you want to um have a moment of silence? Do you want to do that? Sure. Okay. Well, let's be silent. <laughs> Why are you laughing I'm sorry. in the middle of the damn silence, bitch? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Good. No disrespect. We went, it was just like the moment. You want to start over? Yes, I do. All right. So, my Can you take that out? You going to take that out, Diamond? No. Oh, girl. How long are we going to do it? Until we it's feel it's be... blessed in our spirit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, so. <laughs> we going to start now? Yes. 
<laughs> My spirit wasn't ready, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, and you know, I have another friend, Latoya Williams. She was um, tested and tested positive for Corona as well. She's in mm-hmm. Atlanta, and she's actually recovering, which so, is good. Which is really, really good. Did she have to go um, on a machine? She had to. Um, there was something going on with her breathing. Um, I know. I know they gave her medicine and she was in the hospital and um but she is recovering. So she is mm-hmm. looking well, she's looking good and feeling good, feeling better. So she is recovering. Um so we ha- have had it has hit our community. So somebody mm-hmm. has passed away and somebody has gotten it and recovered. So Did she spell the tea on what medicine they gave her? Um, Sorry y'all my no. mouth was full. I was eating some hop dotting. No, I didn't I didn't I didn't ask any questions. Like, bitch, if a bitch come on her status and say she got corona, bitch, I'm not asking no questions. I'm praying. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm well, saying. Well, she's in recovery, know. so I need to know what you took just in case a bitch <laughs> had to do some scavenging. You know, it's giving the walking of the deity. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming back alive, bitch. <laughs> so what do you mean? You're listening to Houston's own MP Trans 101. Now listen, I know what is basic trans 101 for me could just be the beginning for you. So this is for your basic ass. basic for me in this life could be just the beginning for you. two days in the year that are really really important to trans people they're almost like our national holidays i don't think they're official holidays but in our community they're like our national holidays and well global really yeah because all of us celebrated around the world so it's a global event for these two days, one of those days is Transgender Day of Remembrance. That is in the fall, in November, and in the spring, this week, <laughs> on the 31st, was Transgender Day of Visibility. Transgender Day of Remembrance in the fall is about celebrating people who have passed on, who have gone to glory, for various reasons, but Transgender Day of Visibility is a celebration of our life. It is the spring. It is the time of the year that is about renewal and growth and, you know, blossoming into brighter days. And so Transgender Day of Visibility is to celebrate our life, to show our transition sometimes, to show our support if you're an ally, to show each other love and just share our experience to the world. It's about being visible so that people coming after us can see that there is a whole community thriving and people who are in the community can see other people thrive and share their journey. The day was founded by U.S. trans activist Rachel 
Crandell of Michigan in 2009. She said she was frustrated that only well-known Transgender Center Day was the Transgender Day of Remembrance, which was mournful and, you know, mourned the murder of trans people. We didn't acknowledge and celebrate the living members of the community enough, so she decided to create a whole day to celebrate our visibility. The first day was actually in 2009. Although it started as one person from Michigan, it has grown into a global phenomenon. In 2015, many trans individuals participated online in a campaign on various websites like Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram, all those social media outlets where we all posted selfies and personal stories and statistics regarding trans issues, and you know, and other related content just to raise awareness and visibility. We do this every single year. And I am so glad that somebody thought of something that is more positive. And no, I do not complain about mourning the death of our fallen. But I do enjoy that somebody thought of having a day where we celebrate the people who are living and who are surviving, who are actually choosing to live visibly so that we can be examples to other people. So that is Transgender Day of Visibility. And this was Trans 101. my god i want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you yay, 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 yay. so not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast you know i also donate to other podcasts i donate to other organizations i have my finger on the post of the community and i know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because i put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch i am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you i really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron Why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? (laughs) All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Today is actually um, Transgender Day of Visibility, Mm -hmm. the Trans Day of Visibility. So Mm -hmm. I think that is good. So I'm glad that you are seeing all of these people posting and sharing. There have been people that have been posting us as, Mm -hmm. um, you know, podcast recommendations in regard to transness. Um, I have been seeing people just randomly posting pictures and just showing... Mm -hmm. um, you know, when they was a little baby or a little kid, yeah. and then them as a grown adult trans person now, which is which is so cute. Um, you want to know something? Yeah. Like, for the longest, I've had, like, these respectability politics that wouldn't allow me to do that in certain spaces. About your 
posting. Yes, about posting your um, before and after before and after pictures. Yes, because I think that's the first time I ever seen you do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did it once on Twitter, but it's like a safe space. Don't nobody really, no shade. Nobody really be on Twitter that like that for me on that side of the fence. You know, uh-huh. there's two sides of Twitter. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, <For> you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know what it. It, it was something that like, like I, I just, I, I was just like. I don't want to post it because people are so mean. And I think it's like when when people post like before and after, they're very, um, very brave for doing it because like people could just be really mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Why you say respectability politics, though? Like, your well, you're a went, woman. You're your supposed to transition or you're a man. You're supposed to be this. You're not supposed to remember your past. This is not you. And the people who look. Would people have those type of thoughts like, oh, no, I would never oh, to avoid those. Yeah, some people, but some oh, okay. girls are like, I would never like, like, even when girls get their get surgeries, they like erase all the pictures of them before they have surgeries and this the brand new person. But I'm, I was the same way, too. But now I'm finding like I was thinking about it. Like, I honestly had like I looked at the the picture and. I thought about like how I was during that time and I was like if 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 I had to talk to my the younger me and tell tell her why I didn't want to post her she would read me like bitch <laughs> like are you serious they you don't remember all the times they called you all these things bitch you look look what you became yeah you you a, I remember some of for me I there are I regret it because doing because I was one of those pictures that people that when I would go in people's houses and they would have old pictures of me, I would sneak and take them down and throw them away. Oh, like my grandmother, my mother, anybody who had pictures of me from back in the day, I would, Hmm. you know, only picture that I kept was the very, very first baby picture that um of me and my mom so like when i was a baby baby Mm -hmm. and she was holding me in her arms actually ended up losing that damn picture so i should have kept it where (laughs) where it was but because it was at my aunt's but um i I took that one and then there's another picture that i post like usually on my mother's um Mm -hmm. on my birthday or you know when i'm reminiscing about my mom um but those are the only pictures that exist do you regret that Yes, I do because I do wish that I could go back and look at some old pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some sometimes people like from high school will pop me with some type of picture that they have just randomly because they had a mm-hmm. took a picture when we was at. I, I think my friend, we were doing, you know, d- during your senior year, you, y- y'all do that week. It, we, we At our school, we called it Spirit Week. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. you did different things each day, bomb day or mm-hmm. switch it up day or something. Da, da, da. So there was, um, yeah, yeah, there was a day where it was like 70s or something. Mm-hmm. It was like a 70s day. And, um, and she has a picture of me in my 70s day outfit. And we, and she's mm-hmm. pregnant and she was pregnant in high school. Mm-hmm. And. You know, we was friend and I was rubbing her belly in my <laughs> 70s outfit. Mm. And so um, in that, I would sometimes people would just come give me pictures that I remember myself. But for me, 
it's I need pictures younger than that because I was already transitioned to high school. And so I was it doesn't of course I look different cuz I've grown to a woman, but um I I the pictures from me when I was younger, mm-hmm. like as a little boy, um I probably only have like two mm-hmm. um well three. I've um sometimes people like my great my little brother's grandmother, she had a book of pictures from when I was like 9. Mm-hmm. And so I sometimes I'll find them and I'll keep them now that I'm older. But when I was younger, baby, if I came in your house and you had old pictures of me, <laughs> it's going away. I'm not gonna tell you that I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sneak and grab it and throw it away. <laughs> for me, I kind of I started transitioning the time for like trans men. It was more around like everything was revolved around YouTube and sharing yeah. before and after and a yeah. lot of transition pics. So I yes. kind of got an idea that that was important. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't deleting stuff, but I do de- regret deleting stuff. Like, cause I deleted a lot of pictures that were like at the end of high school and like, like in early transition, mm-hmm. I regret those, mm-hmm. but I knew that it was important for me to keep those baby pictures and pictures as a child. Yeah, and I still have some. I have my own photo album, and I try to hang on to them. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's yeah. Up. Yep. I d- definitely wish that I did. Mm. Why is um? Do you think, in comparison to, um, Transgender Day of Remembrance, why do you think it's important to have a Transgender Day of Visibility? I think it's because a lot of of a lot of people that are trans. Well. I, from my experience, not that many tra- uh, trans people are proud of being trans. Um, and no, let, uh, wait, sorry. look, I have a premise. I'm sorry. Let me t- no, no, wait, no worries, babe. Let me <laughs> uh, keep that thought though. Don't forget because okay. I have a reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. Okay. So, like, okay, so as of lately, I've been on all the social media. Um, platforms where you can get a coin from like broadcasting. I've been trying to figure out ways to make coins digitally. And so I've I've been on like some trans women's platforms and they had like big platforms and these are just like different apps. And I would, I would, I seen one of my, my barroom sisters and I was like, oh, you're a prodigy. And she was like, oh no, sis, don't say that. I'm like, wow, girl. She was like, "Uh uh-uh, this ain't the, the place. And so I'm like, okay, um, all right. And then I go to a, but she was like a, a high broadcaster. Like she was one of the top broadcasters. And I go to another app and another trans girl that I knew from one of the Facebook groups. I was like, oh, hey, sis. Cause like whenever I see another trans girl, I'm always like giving them the roses. Like, cause I just think that's what you should, that's how I am. That's, that's how I feel like you should, um, you should give the girls their roses while they're here. Right. Um, and I was like, hey, you know, how are you? And she was like, oh, I remember you. And I was like, um, she was like, I remember you in one of the groups. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you're, uh, I think I remember. I said something about being trans. And she was like, and she kind of like was it taken back. And she was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we were on, we were in some type of bub, uh, bubble where our time was, uh, our time from talking was about to end. So when the talk, our, our thing ended, I still, uh, still paid attention. And she was like, you know what? I kind of feel like y'all was reaching. Mm. 
<laughs> That's how she was talking. <laughs> Maybe because she borrowed my pussy, I gotta give it. But she was like, I feel like you were reaching, and um, this is not a place for people to tell me that I'm trans. It's already on my profile. This is not it. Um, you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't. T- you don't say that I'm trans. If I want to tell people that, then I'm telling that. And I was like. <laughs> Okay, well, I was like, I can see that. I can see why that's late. Because, you know, if it's a business money type of thing and they're trying to do. They're trying to get their coin for as being the cunt. But, okay, I get it. But. Oh, but you got on your profile that you're a trans woman. You like BBCs and big booties. So if you got this on your profile where everybody could click and, and, and join and look and see what's going on. And you're a type performer. You should be okay with us talking then about trans you, topics because that's where you said you, you said you saw me in the. To, if I got on my profile, what you need to say it for? Well, you said you see me in the in the trans um a Facebook group, so I thought it was okay because I'm a girl. So I said, you know what? I'm I'm a girl that's okay with people knowing that I'm trans. You're not a girl that's okay with people knowing that you're trans. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, but she thought I was reaching. I was trying to come for her and pump her teeth to the girls. So, and she got to talking about how she went viral. And I said, oh, Jesus. And talking about how she don't like the girls. And that's why. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm just thinking like, baby, I didn't mean anything by it. And I told her and she still paid it. <clears throat> Whatever. So, that's why I'm saying. Some girls are not okay. And I was telling her like, I, if I was a, and because there's a lot of trans women, even on Instagram, like a lot of social media platforms that do not say that they're trans, but they don't mind telling you if they at if you ask them, mm-hmm. and they're just riding the wave, like, and it's okay. Get your coins, get get whatever you need in order to get there, because we know that us being visible stops us in a way. Get get your coins, but don't don't read the girls who are okay with being visible. No, so I, the question was, why oh. do you think it's important? Is that why? Oh, because you because because it's so many girls who don't think it's okay, it's important, and and they're afraid to be who they are, and they don't think that being who they are, they can get to places that cis women and cis men are. So they feel like they have to be a certain way in order to get into those places, and that's why I think it's important for trans visibility day for people to be like no i can still be myself and still be in these these same places that these other people are mm-hmm. mm, for me it's important because it, it's important for me especially like as far as health goes from what i've from what like mental health and physical health from what i've experienced um if you're not visible about what you do and who you are and you go to the doctor or something, there's no way they can add certain stuff to their studies. So for the next person, it could be better. Or when it comes to mental health, you never know what people, the same issues people are dealing with. You could feel alone if y'all aren't sharing information. Just I think about the health aspect of it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially for trans men um, specifically, it's important because I feel, I feel alone in a lot of situations too because a lot of there's a lot of topics that we shy away from, um, a lot of issues we shy away from talking about dealing with that you know internalized toxic masculinity and fragile masculinity. So I feel like we can kind of be a like a forefront of what healthy masculinity could look like. So I feel like 
our visibility is important. And then people don't even know trans men exist. So it's like, like when people think trans, they think y'all, like they think MTF. So I think that's important. We get our visibility out. So we could right. we could show that we're part of the cloth of humanity too. Mm. And I think that for me, that that is that reason right there is really really important. I mm. think the normalcy that happens when more of us are visible, mm-hmm. it it just creates a level of normalcy in the mm-hmm. world where people can't say, "Oh, I've never met a trans person before." I don't mm-hmm. want ever. I don't, I want it to get to a point where. Anybody I come in contact with, they have met met a trans person. They Mm -hmm. have talked to a trans person. They know a trans person. They have some context of being trans outside of like a RuPaul Mm -hmm. or outside of a A drag show, a drag queen or outside Mm -hmm. of that. Or porn. um, Or porn. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's real talk. So meeting somebody... that's in a a real life person Mm -hmm. not to saying that porn stars are not real life people but i'm talking about outside of that work outside of that hustle outside of um entertainment and that kind of stuff meeting a real person in real life i think visibility is important for people to do that Mm -hmm. to have a context um, and humanizing us but i also think it's important for um up and coming people i know a lot of times when i was looking back hindsight Mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one um, in the area. So when I, there was a lot of times when I was younger that I felt like I was the only one doing this. I oh, like you were the only trans person. person. Mm-hmm. I was the only trans person in Arlington. I was the only trans person at Jackson State. But there were trans people around the city of Jackson. There was trans it. people around the um uh, that was around Indianapolis when I was younger that were older generation a little bit two years older three years older five years older you get what i'm saying they came out in different generations or different times but they were out and about doing their thing but i thought that i was the only one because they were not visible because at the time you know there were consequences to being out Mm -hmm. we didn't have what we kind of the come not that there's no consequences now Mm because there is but the, the visibility that we have now we didn't have back in the day and so um and then it makes as us you, stronger and as you go further back it's even more you know less mm-hmm. and less and less and less and less and less so i don't know how but it, it I, I do know i it was really really powerful for me for me in situations that I felt like I was alone for me to know that there was other girls out there I remember when I went to Jackson and I didn't meet any girls who were full-time so they would go to work as boys and when they come home they would get quote-unquote dressed up they would live their lives sometimes they went full-time they were part-time living Mm -hmm. as women and so because at work they couldn't transition so i kept meeting people like that but then i met a girl named quiche in jackson a girl named carmen in jackson who were both full-time trans girls and i was like oh this is this is my tribe not that they the other ones weren't but i couldn't relate to that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm seeing just knowing that they existed in the city like mm-hmm. in my old city, like just knowing that and knowing that you're not alone, that like, you're not alone. It's like, really powerful. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really powerful having somebody to talk about the trade with, 
having somebody to talk about the the butch queens, like them trying it with having somebody um, talk about your similarities that you go through. Yeah, how, connection to the Moan Doctor in the city, connection to just anything that you need. Building that community is really really important. So the somebody being visible and saying, "Hey, I'm trans. I'm proud of who I am. This is who." who I am and hey this is me I can only imagine if I met somebody like that when I was eight mm-hmm. nine ten mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying it would have it would just it would have made a world of a difference and so this kind of visibility and using the internet as a tool to have those examples and see those examples I think that's really really important and I when agree. we're visible, we the more visible people there are, the more stigmas are broken. So like even when like even visible trans people for me, they broke a lot of stigmas for me. Like the stereotypes I have for trans people, like you were one of them, Dama was one of them. Just meeting different people that broke these different stereotypes and stigmas in my head. Mm. Like the more visible people. What stigmas learn. did we break for you? Um, like for instance. I thought trans women only looked a certain way. What did you think they only looked like? I'm not going to go into specifics. <laughs> I thought trans women conducted themselves a certain way, looked a certain way. Even for trans men, I thought trans men were mostly white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like a lot of different things that you see because of lack of visibility or, or that like, you can believe yeah because you don't see yeah. um, multiple manifestations of that right and exactly. I, I i think that's a um i think that's a good point because mm. you know i i i too thought that trans I, not just i thought it i believe that this is how you're supposed to be this right. cookie cutter way of transness was mm. uh, um i thought you were supposed to be ultra film i thought you were supposed to like boys mm-hmm. <laughs> cisgender boys mm-hmm. i thought that you were supposed to be a bottom there's all the things that i thought when i was younger so any girl that went outside of that was strange was weird and mm. i you know i didn't understand da, 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 but seeing other when i met the first butch butch trans woman mm-hmm. i was like <laughs> <laughs> I was gagged, but when I talked to her and I realized like what she like I, when I met her, talked to her, and I was like, "Oh, this is a woman. It's just a butch woman." Mm-hmm. And so she reminded me of the lesbians, and she was a lesbian. She just remind she reminded me of the lesbians that I knew, and she was passable. She just was. Um, it's kind of strange. Like she, I, like she l- looked like a woman, but she just looked like a bitch woman. Mm. And so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, this is like didn't mm-hmm. have a beard, and maybe it, 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 that <laughs> bearded people come um, a little bit later in my life. But at yeah. the time, yeah. um, it was a butch woman. That's what she gave me. And but she was actually." You know, AMAB, mm-hmm. and but she looked like a woman. She just looked like a butch woman. So, mm-hmm. meeting her and learning that this is in that nuance of womanhood, mm-hmm. like it's not just this ultra femme thing. Mm-hmm. That there are masculine women, and it does not undermine your womanhood. You're still a woman. Mm-hmm. Seeing that type of person visible and out and proud did change. You know, like you said, stereotypes mm-hmm. of what I thought mm-hmm. and. um and expanded my mindset of how a woman you would think that I wouldn't need to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, that's just the nature of the um 
of, you know, learning and growing and breaking those binaries and breaking and not just gender binaries, but just feminine and masculine binaries and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just how you're supposed to present in the world. even even Jade we had on the show, she only likes to really date studs. Mm-hmm. And she's a trans lesbian, but she only really likes to date studs. Right. So, yeah, that was interesting to me, too. Like, you never know who yeah. you mind you might open. I saw true. Atlanta had turned it for me. Coming from Waco <laughs> to Atlanta, I saw, oh, this is what I've been missing. <laughs> and, right then, and, and then there are some people, I think the beauty of the internet and the visibility thing happening now is that there's people who like in Arkansas and Idaho and who Montana or, you know, mm-hmm. or some middle of Illinois, mm-hmm. middle of Indiana, who literally have no trans people around them. Right. You in Brookshire, you close yeah. to Houston, but <laughs> Brookshire yeah. in that area, you know, mm. you, you don't, you, some country rural area, you don't know that. You know that transness. You isolated. Yeah, you especially got hobbits. You living with hobbits and wizards and, <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Especially having like <laughs> a, a family where your grandfather is a pastor, uh-huh. like that type of thing. Country, like yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it can be isolated, and so yeah. having the internet and having people really proud, and you can go to the hashtag, click the hashtag, and you see all these people and see all mm-hmm. the representation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's I amazing. think I think it's amazing. It's yeah. really amazing. <laughs> I agree. It's really amazing. And seeing the numbers get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Every year. People getting proud mm-hmm. and people coming out of stealth or yeah. not even going through a stage of stealth. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trans and this is who I am. This is proud. I'm not even right. going to go in right. to a stage where I'm stealth first and then, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm proud. And, you yeah. know, I think for me... Having that juxtaposed to the Remembrance Day in the fall, because the Remembrance Day is just, you know, talking yeah. about the fallen, but having this be more of the happy end in spring mm-hmm. and us celebrating, um, putting ourselves out there and being proud of who we are and uh, being visible. Yeah, yeah. How do you get past visibility? What you mean? So, h- how do we get past just being visible? What's the next step? Oh. You know, because visibil- visibility only goes so far in changing people's hearts and minds and accepting us and that kind of thing. How do you get to the next level? How do you get to the next level where, okay, we see you? Because <laughs> visibility, that's what it is, is we see you. Okay, you exist. Now that we know you exist what's next for you for the trans masculine community getting some power some type of power and weight behind you so where you have resources and can share those resources and the community can be a little more powerful so that no matter if you visibly that's not going to affect your livelihood um the rates of you getting killed will go down you get more rights um, like where your topic is gonna be, motherfucking people is gonna be less likely for them to ban trans stuff, and you know, just get some power behind that, get some weight on our name, I guess. Right. Yeah. What about you, Mia? What are what's the next step past visibility for you? I, but I agree with Z. Like, um, the next step is is um just advocating because like being visible is a way of advocating. And so just taking that to a, a higher level mm-hmm. um, of visibility and 
um, showing people that it's possible to be able to, like I, I was talking about earlier, it's possible, it's possible to do everything that a cis person does. I'm not saying that everybody wants to do things that cis people do. I just think that as a trans person, there are limits sometimes in certain spaces that we have access to and being and and kind of like going past those limits and and not being being in the, the stereotypical or not even just being a stereotypical just showing people that you can do this no matter being fearless yeah you can do this like it's it's possible you don't have to stay in this box that they say that you have to be in order to to get to this certain type of of uh, platform or wherever you want to be at you can be who you want to be and you can get there too Mm, i think we also have to um have to our allies have to consider us outside of those boxes as well Mm -hmm. so when you think of opportunities for trans people don't just think of them coming and talking about trans things don't just think of them doing lgbt events like really think about how when you meet a trans person that they have an expertise of politics they have an expertise of sewing they have an expertise of cooking they have an expertise of cars or sports when you see them have different expertises outside of lgbt stuff let them put them in those spaces so if you have a panel about um black hair be creative think outside of the box and bring a trans person who um you know has some expertise on black hair in in, on that panel on um uh, in that interview whatever be creative Mm -hmm. in where you think and think outside of the box and where you put trans people at because we offer more things than just the t we mm-hmm. offer more things than just um, entertainment—not just entertainment, but um, but when I say entertainment, I was thinking about drag. Oh yeah, that that too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So think outside of the box. Think outside of the box when you are bringing us to the table to to participate in normal stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think one of one of the, my funnest events last year was at New York Comic Con mm. and being on the panel with the rest of the cis women and we were talking about um you know journalism um mm. in climbing the ladder comics and da 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 and business and stuff like that. I thought that that was beautiful. I think it was very outside of transness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was just a woman on the panel that just happened to be of trans experience. It was we, really interesting. And we were talking about it. So mm-hmm. it was it was it's just mm-hmm. I, th- I think we have to be more creative in how we bring trans people to the table. Yeah, also you know? we we also should amplify our other talents too. I know um trans people that are tattoo artists, mm-hmm. painters, singers, just everything we have different talents but some i do think that some people probably feel like they have to which is fine they feel like they have to just focus on the trans part and And limit themselves yeah limit themselves to damn i'm you know that that mental state i know i go in sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like uh, i can't do this because blah 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 because i'm trans and blah blah blah. then you you can't limit yourself to just being trans either yeah especially now 
Yeah, I battled yeah. that for a really long time. I felt like, like I, I felt like I, I put myself in a box and I stayed in it for so long. And I, 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 one day I was like, you know what? This is crazy. <laughs> like you start to forget I, where your talents are. You know? Yeah, this right. is crazy. Like I, I deserve more than just this box. Yeah. Right, and and you never know what could happen. We we have a whole show. We have polls. We have um, mm. athletes. We have. Um, yeah. So many things happening and barriers being broke broken down. It's we. This is that time where you gotta knock on those doors, where you gotta mm-hmm. beat those doors down. It was a time in the past where it just wasn't. Po- some yeah. things weren't possible. Mm-hmm. But right now, in the moment that we're in, right now, um, in regards to the culture, this is the time that we can, mm-hmm. you know browbeat yeah. and really just knock the doors down so this is not the time to be thinking oh i can't do it oh mm-hmm. i won't get the opportunity or i'm a musician and so they'll never let me do this no this is not the time for that this is time to put your stuff out there but also because we are like globalizing a lot of things and we are interconnected in regards to think about fashion and think about music and think about all those things where now that we have the internet I could be in Texas listening to something, uh, some Seattle artist that I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was a time that we didn't have those kind of connections. We only listened to what um, was in our region. The radio station. Radios, whatever the yeah. radio station played. But now it's not like that anymore. It's like fashion. I can dress like a Harajuku girl in mm-hmm. <laughs> in Asia. I can. It's so many things in regards mm-hmm. to how we are um, um, homogenizing all of our style, all of our music, and um, mm-hmm. we get to pick and choose. And so now, as a person who is an artist, who is a creative as a trans person, you can actually build an audience and build a community mm-hmm. where, you know, this can be your audience. Like, you can right. cater to your particular audience and what we is. So, it's no longer where we're in a world where it's just like us having a podcast. We Nobody had had gatekeeped us and said, no, you can't get a podcast. Yeah. Or that. We actually... <laughs> are listened to globally literally mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> we got w- when we look at our um our um stats, stats we it, we see all kinds of countries we see yeah. countries that it's actually illegal to be us in yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 we're in a position where we can't let those limits, as you said, um, those imagined limits. Yes, are we going to have obstacles? Are there going to yeah, be yeah. people who try to stop us? Are there going to be um, people and um, policies and laws that's kind of that people can get around that can stop us from getting where we're going? Yes, absolutely. We're going to have some obstacles, but not like in the forties, right? <laughs> not like in the sixties, not mm-hmm. like in the nineties. Not like in the early 2000s. Those people that paved the way. There are people who have broken doors yeah. down to help you get to the point where you are now. Mm-hmm. So that's why Trends Day of Visibility is important. So make sure that today, when you are listening to this, you go to your phone, even while you're listening right now, go to your phone and whoever your favorite trans people are in your life, in your life, or that you listen to, that you watch, that you think, that teach you, that, um, you know, whatever, that inspire you, that, that you think is beautiful, that you think is handsome, whatever, whatever trans person is in your life that 
you feel like deserve to be shared on your platform, go snag a picture of them and post them on your platform. Post them um, on your Twitter, on your Facebook. Show people that you love a trans person, that you support a trans person. This is something that builds normalcy and opens up conversation when um, when we talk about your connection and your network and how somebody else knowing that you can care for a trans person or you're friends with a trans person can allow them to know that they can be trans friends friends with a trans person too. So go on your social media and make sure that you share a trans person today. Yes. Yep. And I want to shout out to Reggie. They are a non-binary person and they gifted uh, what they donated. Uh, gifted donated uh, $50 to me via Cash App and mm. Z. And you two diamond? Oh, I haven't been paying attention. Oh, that, well, I'm not sure. But I know they gifted me and Z um, uh, $50 Cash App during this pandemic. And I just, I really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I don't want to shout out to yeah. them because that was that was awesome. Shout out to India Moore for um, sending money to, to trans people specifically that need help during this time um mm. there are there are sex workers who don't know what to do like you have to get in contact with people in order to survive so mm. i'm I, what are that what are they gonna do so shout out to the p the the lbgt community that is sticking together mm-hmm. uh, excuse me i meant india more chicago they i'm sorry i didn't mean to miss uh gender them mm-hmm. but uh, i'm sorry go ahead diamond lasiah uh lasiah wade out in chicago um snap um collaborative out in atlanta um the transgender cultural district in san francisco um there is just so many people out here really mobilizing and organizing um to really you know be there for the people who are on the fringes so anybody who is um and anybody who is just kind of out here doing the work i am so proud of y'all we see it Mm -hmm. and um we thank you know anybody that's supporting yes yes because you don't have to you can pay it so we we definitely (laughs) definitely definitely appreciate it thank y'all since we talking since we just got done talking about visibility um on the tiger king uh documentary has come up that the staff person the one who's gotten their arm bit off or hand bit off is his name carol no, his I name thought is Carol Saf, was, but they were caught. His dead name was Kelsey. Okay, so they were uh, misgendering him on the show. And I don't really know the backstory. I I don't really know if it was intentional or if it was like because all that footage was going on, it was just something that was kind of old. Or mm-hmm. and then they came out after it came out, or or after it was being edited. I don't know, but all I know is that person is actually a trans man transgender person they've made it known they're a transgender person and his pronouns are he and him Mm, right yeah i heard about it's it's kind of going viral Mm -hmm. it's also a video of him arguing the 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 tiger king arguing that he should be able to say nigger oh Oh. yeah y'all didn't see that no. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, stay in jail, girl. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know she was I mean, one of those. I mean, yeah. how oh, you gonna be a flaming? 
No, but listen, are we really surprised? Oh, that's hurt me. No, that's, I'm, I'm not surprised because the girls are, really are giving very trailer park. No. But... He didn't give me any clue that he wasn't a racist. Right. I get she racist. Did, she didn't. She, yeah, she gave like, me very much so camouflage. We go on hunting uh-huh. tees and we we keeping the lions. I ain't and seen we, no black people there. I was like, we seen what? I mean, wasn't the transgender guy his Hispanic? Yeah, I said black brown. people. Black. Yeah, I didn't see no black people, so I was like, I wonder who in this is racist. Mm. Yeah, because I didn't see no black workers anywhere, even with Carol. Carol asked. Carol is the one that killed her husband. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, mm-hmm. Girl, she let them motherfucking tigers eat him. She likes to Because they still haven't found. Oh, she do? She likes to sue. Oh, well, girl, she this thing has a coin. Her money is long, bitch. I'm still trying to figure out what to do during quarantine. My bad, girl, girl. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feel, I don't know what to say, girl. How, she disip- how did the husband disappear? Mm. And don't nobody know where he is. And how come you didn't give him a funeral? Because boring. when I was looking at you on that the documentary, you didn't seem like you was upset at all. You was like, girl, good riddance because he was cheating, wasn't he, girl? Oh, <laughs> and then you cut the, the babies out the wheel, but they was kind of serving in no shade. They was pooched and serving it. So I don't know how they was giving when y'all was together. So <laughs> but I haven't you watched are. it. I haven't watched it because it's boring. I'm not interested in white guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in <laughs> some <laughs> white gay man. It's juicy, though, that's bitch. Abusing <laughs> animals. Yeah, uh, I'm not like, feeling yeah. that. It's boring. <laughs> I, I, well, I would. I had, had lit me a blood. A blood. <laughs> 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 and, and was like, I'm bored. She bores mm. quarantine. I feel like that's the only reason why. That's it's what. It, that's why it gave. And plus, my managers and stuff was talking about it on our Zoom uh-huh. meeting in our group Zoom. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and see what it's giving since it's the number one place. I, I mean, was gonna um, watch it. Show. I thought that it this was gonna weird. be like, um, "Don't fuck with cats." Y'all see that chat? Oh yeah, he. he that, mm. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so I thought it was gonna be like, "Ooh, it's gonna be shock psycho tease." Yeah, it was gonna shock me into where the conversation was gonna go. But once oh, so I you heard, watched it, what you watched it? No, the Tiger oh, King. No, you didn't I, see it. No, I didn't see that at all. I'm not going to see it. It's what? Uh, yeah, it's not really my either. style of. Yeah, it's the just watching white people be white. Yeah, <laughs> no shade. If you watching white people get away with so much shit, no shade. I know it's yeah. some white folks that look at it, but girl, that was so much shit that y'all people had got through with on that show. I was like a nigga would How did locked, the though. the of woman who course. was trying to protect? See how y'all? I gotta still see. How was the woman who was trying to like protect the big cats had big cats, but wouldn't? And she had people working for her, but she wasn't paying them. They was volunteered. <laughs> see, this it's sounds white. like a bad. It's this sounds, fun. All of this sounds like a bad. Yeah. It was like drama. I'm not not oh, oh, like wait, it. let me let me give you the tea, diamond. Let, no, okay, before no, yes, God. No, okay, but that's fine since you don't care for it. But the, I'm talking to diamond. Let's talk about black people stuff. Uh, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> this is can a I, black trans talk show can you not interrupt my okay, conversation with my mother thank I'm you sorry, so much okay back to our conversation <laughs> sorry diamond um why he plays with twitter um so <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm, I'm just let you go ahead okay um, <laughs> so okay so during the show we end up finding out that the tiger king what's his name jack 
whoever the Tiger Tom, King Chad Brad Tiger Joe. the Tiger King has Joe. so much coins on the metro Phil Joe <laughs> David so Dave <laughs> so he so he got some straight some cute straight trade hillbilly trades and pumped them with with weed and met met um all these drugs all these things and had these people get married to him these people were straight fucking the uh employees on the on the com- in the community and whoo then one of them killed himself because he felt like he couldn't get away shot himself in his head in front of somebody and then the trans man that everybody's talking about got his hand chewed off i mean got his whole arm chewed off and ate and then came back and worked back to the went back and started working again oh it it just it's so many juicy by the cat yes the lion ate his arm and he came back and worked once it recovered wow there's no way yeah no crazy crazy but yes i once i i heard that um that he was arguing like i should be able to say nigger and then he said that he felt like he was being discriminated against because he couldn't say nigger i was like oh Oh. i'm I'm definitely not watching it that's number one Mm -hmm. and when i heard that the the trans person was being misgendered like they weren't calling him a he mm-hmm. I was like oh no I'm definitely not watching this this sounds very yeah, it's problematic <laughs> it, it was it I didn't know all this tea before if I would have knew this tea beforehand you oh I can't it. wait to talk about it you sound tomorrow. like you you sound like you enjoyed it though yeah, I, yeah it was boring because I was on my phone most of the time so it's just some intricate details that I don't know but the juicy parts it was interesting okay. because they end up setting his they end up setting him up uh-huh. So, a some some girl who's really good at witchcraft, another hillbilly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, Beverly Hillbillies, y'all where, know nothing about that. that's from? old. Where they're they from, from the trailer park. So, West Virginia, <laughs> Idaho, <laughs> Montana, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> yeah, they they so much tea on that show. But mm. if I would have known that before, I definitely want to watch it. You feel discriminated because you can't say nigger. Mm. Well, yeah, I think fine. what makes it interesting is it kind of hi- the only thing that was really interesting to me. It kind of highlights like the modern day type of thing. Like basically, he was such kind of like a narcissist to where he filmed literally everything, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> he filmed literally everything so it's kind of like you see things unfold like it's basically like they, the net like netflix producers took his footage or whatever and kind of flipped it into whatever they wanted to so that mm. was interesting that was the only interesting part but other than that i kept stopping throughout the show i still ain't finished it but i kind of <laughs> just wanted to point out that was a trans man thought it was interesting mm. they yeah. was getting a coin no shade they were doing a lot of witchcraft and getting coins hustling yeah. you know they don't mind a old little you know white it's color. ghetto yeah. it's real just it's really white, hood I'm not gonna say they ain't ghetto it's but it's ghetto, ghetto as fuck mm-hmm. 
is ghetto. Well, if y'all have, <laughs> I want y'all to tell us what y'all thought about Tiger King. Did Did you watch it? I know it was kind of <laughs> trending. So did y'all watch it? Did y'all like it? What did y'all learn? What did um you know what was interesting about it from y'all perspective? I haven't watched it, so if you have watched it, make sure you let Marsha's play hashtag Marsha's play and let us know what you thought about Tiger King and you know. I want to know if y'all think she killed her husband. I want y'all to know. Tell me. Yes. And tell me how you think she did it. Because I think she fed him to the lions. I mean, to the uh, tigers. There you go. Tell us what you think. So, I have a plate of some tea. That they're they're trying to take our rights away while we can't do anything about it while we have a pandemic. (laughs) This is the perfect time to get the girls together while we we're afraid to go outside. So you hoes won't be gathering. (laughs) Y'all not doing any marches today. (laughs) No marching and protesting. Exactly. You shady bitches. They were actually had like a judge saying, "Oh, girl, you can't make it to court. I don't care." You're still getting this ticket. <laughs> uh-huh. that is Late, bitch. That is shady. Late. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, in Idaho, they are trying to take the girls' rights away. Um, oh. They Okay, so they have a bill. I forgot what the bill is called. I'm about to, I'll get it for you guys in a second. So, they have a bill that they're trying to pass that will not allow trans um, athletes in schools participate and the gender that they feel like they're uh, they're affirmed, they, they're in. affirmed in. Um, they're saying that they're going to have a test done. Um, I don't know if they're going to do this for every person on the team, but there's supposed to be some type of test where they you get a physical to see if you were assigned what at birth. And also, they take your blood to see your chromosomes as well. <clears throat> they're I actually tra- want to learn that, though. I actually want to do that to see what my chromosomes is like. You never know if you could be intersex. But anyways, go ahead. The do the the the, the Idaho people are saying that once we figure out your chromosome says you were born a dude or a woman, (laughs) (laughs) you cannot participate in competing against. This, they gonna say real women. <laughs> when we know that you were born a dude, then you can't participate in these high school sports and these college sports to be with the real women. And because you're a dude and you have an advantage for those people who think like that, right? They're the people who have sparked this controversy. The cisgender woman in Connecticut, now I know we talk about Idaho, but the cisgender woman in Connecticut in Connecticut actually beat the trans woman in a race. Like oh, yeah. actually won. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so when we talk about um equality and really just kinda um battling that up here ba- battle to show that you can have the same um drive and actually win and beat cisgender men um i think what you're trying to say mia is that this can be one of the opportunities to prove that 
well, it could be a stepping stone Toward to that. towards cis women being able to play with cis men and cis men, or vice versa. Mm. Like it being equal, like <clears throat> because there are cis women who have played on all male um, football teams and like or basketball. Well, we talked about Tony um, Antoinette Harris, Tony Harris. Right. We talked about her, and she hasn't gotten. She's played. This is the thing about it. Like, there is where where there are cisgender women who overlap, whose talent and skill overlap into beating cisgender men in, like, track, in, you know, certain sports. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's an overlapping. But on average... Mm-hmm. On average, when we compare athlete to athlete, men are going to be stronger than women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So there is an overlap where there's going to be, when we talk about the lower half of the weaker men who don't lift as much as the peak men, there might be some women that out um, that outlift them. Because when we talk about like powerlifting, it is substantially different compared because I've I've run uh, I've run an actual bodybuilding platform before and the, it it was substantially different how much the cis man who was an athlete mm-hmm. could lift compared to the trans man who was an athlete mm. really compared to the woman who the cisgender woman. Who was an athlete. So when we talk. And they were all competing together. And it was a significant difference. Like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was, this is power lifting. And so. Yeah. It's not saying that there are not no gray areas. Or overlap. Mm-hmm. And you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. But. Gotta look at the facts. But the facts are. The statistics are, I should say. The average. Men have a physical advantage. Yeah. Um, when it comes to physical sports, which I'm I agree. At the, oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, oh. well <laughs> okay. So I looked up the the bill. The bill uh, is in uh, Idaho. In Idaho. Yes. Um, the house bill is called five hundred. Um, sponsored by Rep. Barbara Ehard. E h a r d t. What's the name of the bill? Uh, the name of it is. Um, a, mm, hold on, give me just a second. I, re- I remember the name. I knew it was something shady and slick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't re- I can't remember off the top of my head, but I remember reading about it, and because we've talked about this, mm. <laughs> but it hadn't passed yet. But now it has passed. Uh, it's not saying exactly. You, did you find it? Okay, no. so. Okay, so this is exactly what it says. If it 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 forbids transgender girls from competing in sports against cisgendered girls and a- applies to all teams at the high school, public college, and university level. Mm-hmm. It also contains a provision in which if a high school or college female competitor is suspected of being trans, the school is allowed to conduct a physical uh, genital exam on the person in addition to doing blood and chromosomal testing. Mm. And there's no mention of trans boys or No. Trans. You know they never not. they never <laughs> they never come for y'all. You know I, y'all are invisible. I actually they, oh, don't say that. Uh, to to society? 
Well, yeah. They don't know who. Whenever I tell my tell people I have a, a trans boyfriend, like I say, I tell people about you all the even time. You're live with Kevin Gates. He's like, what's that? Then nobody even knows. <laughs> no one ever knows. No one knows. It is so annoying. But that's why. But what they're gonna do is what they did to the guy here in Texas, the wrestler. They're gonna say, okay. You're transition, but you're a girl, so you're gonna have to compete with the girls. And that uh, trans and guy fucked them, fucked them up. He g- g- demolished them. Damn. In regards to, well, you I know, wonder what the outcome was. How did the girls feel about? How did the girls feel about it though? The parents who feel like, oh, you got a puss, you need to compete against the girls. I hope he wore them out. I hope yeah. he. Ma- I hope he wore them out so much that they <laughs> needed therapy. Uh, <laughs> yes, God. No. Yes. <laughs> So stop it, playing with me. It, it just was <laughs> that also was unfair, but yeah. nobody could say anything because they were invested in you're a woman, so you play with the girl. Right. So I can't say that this is unfair that you're really Maybe not you're a just woman. really good. No, they probably say because that because when you see him, he looked like a man <laughs> wrestling with a teenage these, boy, a teenage boy yeah. wrestling with these girls and smashing them, and so. <laughs> Like, so, be- oh, you want it? Oh, I'm going to give it to you. Right. And so, mm. you know, but they couldn't say that it wasn't unfair, even though it was unfair. Mm. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a cisgender girl that got a whole scholar, scholarship in football. Yeah. To, to play football. <laughs> fuck you girls. Fuck you girls. It okay. really, we, it never is the other way. It yeah. never is the other way around. Never. Yeah. They, Even with the, like I said, I went to a high school where there was, Kiki Wyatt was on the wrestling team. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, there was a girl named Tyra something. It was a white girl named Tierra. That's your cousin, right? Kiki, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But they were girls, and they were playing on the varsity football team and the wrestling team. Nobody jumped in and said, oh, no, you can't play. They have a disadvantage over you. Mm. I mean, they have an advantage over you. That's right. unfair, so you can't play. But they said, they volunteered and said, no, we uh, let me play. And it was almost like a feminist thing where mm. I want to play against ah. the wrestling people. And... And they were like, okay, well, go ahead. And then when she would win, it would be like, yay, the woman won, the girl won. It would be a feminist uh, thing. And, but yeah. nobody was talking about, nobody was trying to stop it. So the other way around, when it's perceived that you're coming against the grain, against the, against the advantage and winning, then it's like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I it's almost it. like it's 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 their way of putting the it's their way of putting us in our place. It's their way of 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 telling us to our face, you are not a woman. It's the same thing that cis women do all the time, and they let you know that you weren't born with a pussy and you don't have ovaries and you don't have a period. Did they just go as far as saying, oh, if you have a sex change, oh, okay, well, we're gonna actually take you to the doctor and and mm-hmm. and, and and then shame you there. You think you're going to get past us? Those chromosomes don't lie, do they? Well, if they do, we're going to take a blood test just to make sure. (laughs) So the bill is actually called House Bill 509. There's a a special name for it. Is it? Yeah, there's a a more problematic name. (laughs) That's probably the real name. That's probably the real, the way it's, it's put in. But there's a... 
protecting girls act or something like that. It's something, <laughs> it's something, it's something weird like that. I read that was had a weird witchy name. I actually went to middle school with a guy who actually transitioned now. Um, he actually played football with the guys, and it wasn't like. Nah, you can't do that. It was kind of like, come on. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> like, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not, if a trans girl was trying to do yeah. some other shit, they would be play like, Play volleyball, because no. you know they don't have men's volleyball. Mm-hmm. So if a trans girl was like, I want to play volleyball, they'd be like, no, your mm-hmm. legs are stronger. I told y'all, baby, this teacher, let me tell y'all, this was so funny. This teacher, so I will, it's my world civics class. So, this teacher was really actually nice to me. It was a professor while I was at Jackson State. And she was actually really nice to me on the general. Like, generally, she was normally nice. Mm-hmm. And so, this particular day, I was beat. Yeah. <laughs> you was fe- I want y'all to know, I was beat. <laughs> I was sickening. I was feeling it. And so... <laughs> I had just, you know, I think I had just got my hair done or a new wig or something. And I was, I was just sickening. Like, Mm -hmm. so I tip into the class and I wasn't late, but I'm usually not the last person in. But Mm -hmm. this particular time, I was the last person into the class. So everybody has sat down and I got on heels. I'm, you know, I'm dressed up. And so I'm sickening, tipping into the classroom. And so when I tip in, you know, everybody gags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so while I'm walking to my seat the teacher says alright Well, uh, one of the girl students says alright you look good mm-hmm. and the teacher says "Um, what did she say she misgendered you no 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 she didn't misgender me yeah, yes she did yes absolutely yes she misgendered me but that really wasn't that yeah, wasn't, yeah, that wasn't surprising for that you. That wasn't surprising. No, yeah. what she said was, "Yeah, he can walk around in in heels like that all day because his legs is meant to be strong." Oh. <laughs> 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 all right. Oh, the way I would have pumped. <laughs> But see, but see, you know when you feel your pussy, that be like if if as a trans woman you expect like the girls to not be able to take it. Uh, but when they give that and you're feeling it, it be a whole different feeling. I said what? <laughs> and I kicked my leg. Out. I said my little skinny leg because I was way skinnier than. Uh, I was like, honey, my legs ain't strong, girl. I'm soft. <laughs> and kicked them out and put my heels. <laughs> I was like, baby, I am soft and slim and not strong. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> she had red. She was like, but it, I think that's her belief. Her belief was mm-hmm. because you were born a boy. Boy, yeah. your legs can deal with you know deal yeah. with this i was like child it is this gender girls tipping around in heels all damn day <laughs> especially in middle school i used to see them yeah <laughs> i'm like if you don't get out of here with this stupid stuff i was like no i don't i've never played sports i've never done anything my legs are not strong they're not. <laughs> they are oh, sophisticated, honey. Don't try to do. Don't try to. Don't try me, bitch. But that's what what she has said because that is what the belief is. The belief you have this 
You this have this secret, super Hulk secret hidden it, bitch under the under whatever you got. You got a super Hulk under there. Yeah, I got a She Hulk, <laughs> but all you bitches who want to try it on my time, she comes right on out. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so what is? Do y'all think that um we that's sports? is a complicated because it's physical do y'all think sports is a complicated subject when we're t- when we're trying to defend trans participation honestly i think i honestly think it would be but i mean you know what just that that's fine just like i mean if i was in sports and i was the only girl in the locker room i'm pretty sure it would be really fine but i would want to be fully transitioned you know mm. not fully transitioned as a sex change but you know just you know develop so i can shake it up mm. so i can make the boys uncomfortable so they can complain for me to leave and y'all change some shit mm. i think it's difficult as far as when we talking about children it's hard because like you talk about like high school kids yeah, yeah i think that's hard but when we look at like real world adult people like for instance like fallon fox she's 5'7 143 pounds and she won five and lost one and then when we look at the trans man um ah, the boxer patricio manuel mm-hmm. he actually won his first um professional fight so like when we look at adults i think it's like okay yes let trans people certainly go ahead like let trans people participate mm-hmm. but like when we talk about kids that's where it's like ooh. when i, when <laughs> I was looking I at like lost. you know i definitely understand because it's like <clears throat> children are just like starting this and were you you won't were you mainly talking about like college and adults yeah, I mean, Fallon Fox is an MMA fight. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. I was looking at like a panel of like the trans kids. Y'all remember like those two trans girls who were playing sports, and they like they were probably like the first ones who kind of started this debate. Yeah, in, in Connecticut. Well, they were there, and then they had another Hispanic uh, trans girl, and then they had a trans uh, boy, and they were all talking, and they had I forgot what show they were on, but it's irrelevant. So the host was telling them, "Hey, you know, I used to play sports when I was." younger and and when i was younger i would have thought that you guys had an advantage now that i'm older um i i look at it differently but i think i when i was younger i would have felt like you guys had an advantage we talk about tamara hall is that who that's That's okay so yeah so um the the, one of the trans kids well trans girls responses was like you know i i understand you guys feel like y'all y'all feel but this is this is something we're young we're still we're still kids this is something that's fun for us and you was you guys as adults are trying to take that away from us basically she didn't say that wasn't her words but basically that's what she was trying to say like we're just we're kids we're we're we just want to play sports and y'all are being political and asserting these agendas in places where it doesn't need to be well the problem with that is that this isn't a game for some students. Yeah, because they a, get loans they and get scholarships, scholarships. And this is their way to college. And this is their way to place to be on a college level to get to, you know, scholarships to go to school, da, 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 da. So sometimes it is a little bit more serious than, oh, we're just doing a recreational activity. It looks, sometimes it's a little bit more serious than that. Yeah, because 
I basically was an athlete my whole life. Like, I played every sport. I did track, volleyball, basketball, everything. So, but mostly basketball was my focus. And I know they would put us against boys and older girls to make us better. And I used to play with boys all the time. I used to beat boys. So, it wasn't like, I I, I think about if I were to transition Back then, if I would have been on hormones, my mind frame would have been like, it's just going to make me better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just made me be like, since I have to compete with cis men, I could just get stronger and better. That would have been where my mind went as a kid. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I just, I, I think I just, we need a trans man to come on and, sh- and shake the bitches up real quick. So There's real professional athletes, like swimmers, and there's one trans guy that went to college. He got a scholarship. College is Asian trans men. There's some people shaking it up, but I don't really see. I'm talking men. about like wear them out. Oh. Like the like the the Texas trans boy that was down here and wearing the girls. You have to wear them out for you to be visible, obviously, because that's what the for girls are doing. Serious, the girls huh? are wearing the girls the this the trans girls are wearing the cis girls out, and the girls can't take it. So that's what's gonna and happen. Losing and losing and losing. They're losing too, but they wearing them out too. Yeah, but so that I feel like that's what would have to happen with the trans men. Like y'all have to shake it up, and y'all are shaking it up. I guess I guess they're just not focused. But on they y'all. can't say anything because if they say something, like when we talk about Caster Semenya and him, mm-hmm. um, and she, that's not a trans person, but participating and actually like physically have an advantage, but she is a cisgender girl. And so they're only saying it because it it seems unfair. It seems unfair. For, she's just, like you said, wearing it out. Mm-hmm. And if, if she wasn't, if she was winning sometimes, losing sometimes, da, 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 it's because she's always winning. Mm-hmm. And so it, it seems like a, it's a advantage. And so yeah. that's why they're saying something. But I think just the irony of if it the, the trans guy here winning – they can't say nothing because he is doing following the rules they set up. Mm. You're fighting with the girls and you were born a girl. But when you look at the fight, you can tell it's an advantage because he's a whole man. Yeah. <laughs> a mm. whole teen well, teen not a man, but a teenage boy. So I don't know. Um we've talked about this before and <laughs> yeah, I, I, we still it's a complicated <laughs> it's a complicated situation. And um, I don't know how we're going to figure it out, but I know that um, right now, especially in some place like conservative as Idaho, <laughs> right? who the fuck lives in Idaho? <laughs> um, All I think about is potatoes. That's it. <laughs> I love potatoes. So, bitch, if y'all got some sickening recipes, definitely send them. Money, I love potatoes. But, but you know, I, I think some place like that, the trans <laughs> folks is gonna lose. Yeah, it's, it's like you, ain't you don't know shit it. about Idaho. You know, sorry. <laughs> is that where like isn't in Idaho like they they do like the whole pilgrim thing? <laughs> I have no idea, Mia. I don't know shit about Idaho. <laughs> so you potatoes. Be, you know what I'm talking I can't about. Even like, be, I um, can't even laugh to see if you're telling the truth because it could be, could be. Nah, I don't know. Do y'all know what I mean when no. I say like the pilgrim thing? Like, like Amish? Yes. Okay, you said pilgrim, bitch. You so late. Because <laughs> they kind of look like pilgrims. They do like 
Okay, wait a minute. Diamond, take that out. Because I could be clear. listening. Because there's probably some Amish people like, bitch, you no Amish tried people it. listening to no podcast. They don't even Oh, yeah, they don't do like electricity. <laughs> and stuff. Okay, I'm you're right. So I'm not taking that out. <laughs> I'm just being extra with my gas. <laughs> They are not pilgrims, though. They are not pilgrims. That is sad. You probably think about Quakers. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about like but I was. leprechaun I, attire. Very like, that in yes. carriages and horses. Uh, that's the Amish. With heels on. And <laughs> Those are the Quakers. <laughs> <laughs> but the Amish people nowadays, there are people who live Amish, but I don't know if they're living. I know they might. I don't know. I don't know where they stay, but um, them your people. <laughs> that my people. Uh, I just know about it because I had a friend that had was in the military that had to go out there. No, okay. and he was telling me they had to go where to Idaho to work. Oh, so okay. he was mm. telling me about how it was like I guess Amish people there mm. and stuff. And now mm. kudos to you because y'all bitches are making it happen during these times. I wonder if there's trans Amish people. It's gotta be. That would be interesting mm, to look up some yeah. trans Amish people. We're gonna come back next week and see if we find some trans Amish people. Because I think we did a show. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Make sure y'all share y'all trans person and hashtag us or hashtag um, Trans Day of Visibility because we're gonna be looking through it and seeing who y'all hashtag and share your favorite trans people. All right, y'all. Have a great night. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing.